of RGU Talk. Today I am utterly delighted to be joined by Donna Simpson, RGU's Admissions Manager. And today we are going to talk about the subject of personal statements for postgraduate courses um, aimed at international students. So over the course of our time with Donna, she is kindly going to answer some questions that we have around the subject of um, how to submit an excellent personal statement. Today, we are referring to personal statements, but you might also know it as a statement of purpose. For the purpose of this podcast, though, we are going to call them personal statements. Donna, hello and welcome to RGU Talks. Thank you for having me along today, Michelle, and welcome to everyone who's listening uh, at home just now. Excellent. Now we're going to kick off. I've, you know, made this made the statement about personal statements, but actually some of our listeners might not be too clear what a personal statement is and why we ask for it, Donna. So can you tell us why is it often a condition? Well, it's always a condition of an offer for postgraduate study for international students. I think the personal statement is so important um, because we don't get the opportunity to meet uh, with all of our students really when they're applying from so far away. And it's a wonderful opportunity for the student to uh, introduce themselves to us, for us to get to know them a little bit, for us to understand their intentions of why they want to come and do this programme, how it connects to previous study, how it connects into future goals and plans that they might have. And also so we can understand that the research that they've done into the university and the programme uh, really marries up with what we know that they want to do, what they're telling us that they want to do, that it's the right thing for them. It's an opportunity, it's like a little interview on paper, it introduces them, helps us get a feel for who they are um, and connects all the dots, I think, a little bit for us to, to really get to know the person a bit more and their intentions and what they want to come and do. Uh, we don't often, there's not really another document that, that we get, we get academics, we get English evidence, we get lots of other bits of paper, even references sometimes, but it's not in the student's own words and I think that's what's important is we really get a feel for the person and who they are and what they want to do because they're using their own words to tell us. Yeah, and I, I guess when you say it like that, all the other documents that they get, you know, they send us the academics, the references and so on, they you could be seeing a hundred similar ones of those a day. So how do you tell the difference? How do you really understand that individual applicant? I guess the personal statement is the only chance for you to really get that one-to-one -one grasp of who they are and why they want to study here. Absolutely. It's the, it's the one document that really helps us identify um, the, the person from the academics, from all the other bits of paper that, that we get. Uh, yes, we get a lot of applications, we see lots of GPAs, lots of documents from different universities and things around the world. Um, but it's our chance to meet the student themselves. And at Robert Gordon's, I think that's something that we are very much interested in. It's it's not just about seeing the academics um, and the English and all the other bits of paper. It's about getting to meet the student and understand where they're coming from and why they've chosen us. and. Uh, the programme that they want to come and do because it's important because ultimately when you're joining RGU from our view is that you are coming to join an extended education family and um, so we want to meet our family before they come and join us on campus. 
Now, it sounds like you're looking for quite specific information in the personal statement. And I think it's okay for us to say, you know it, I know it, many of our listeners will know it. Sometimes there can be a temptation for somebody to have drawn up a personal statement or a statement of purpose and, you know, share it with multiple universities because they think I've only got one thing to say. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us, Donna, what, you know, you've said earlier that it should be something that's quite specific and quite individual. Why is that important? I think it's important because despite, you know, any temptation you might have to 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 try and help others by, you know, sharing maybe templates or other or even a really good personal statement that you've written that you think is really good and you want to share it with, you know, the, the, the wider education community and, and you think that you're helping others. Um, uh, when you go along to an interview, say a face to face interview for a job or, or, or something along those lines, you're not going to send your friend in to represent you. You want you're going to want to go along yourself and use your words, your passion, your desire, your evidence of research that you've done and put it in your own words. And that's what's really important to us. We want to hear in your words why you have chosen the programme, why you've chosen Robert Gordon University and why it's important to you and your future plans. And I think the person who can represent uh, your your future plans and what your future desires are are, is yourself. Um, I think you are your best representation. You are your best resource. So why not use that? Um, Don't be tempted to use someone else's template or someone else's words because really you can represent yourself best. Yeah, I I quite often say to students, just as you've said there, nobody else would sit your exam for you and your exams and your certificates are a condition of your offer to study at RGU. Your personal statement is also a condition to study at RGU. That's why it has to be so specific. Can you tell us some of the things that you're looking for? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So when you're thinking about sitting down to write your personal statement, um, it's like writing anything, a good letter, a story, a diary entry. It's like anything as a start, it has a middle and it has an end. And the content that you put down is reflective on the task at hand. So when you sit down and you're thinking about writing your personal statement, think about your introduction. Now, your introduction is fine if you want to talk briefly about uh, yourself, um, uh, your, 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 your past, your connection to the future study. But really, that, that's about 10 percent. We don't want you going into too much detail about, for example, your childhood and when your interest in a particular subject first started, because it's not relevant. So always keep that word at the front of your mind when you're writing your personal statement. And is it relevant? Once you've got that brief introduction, then you're going to want to move on to things like um, your goals. So think about your goals. What do you want to achieve? What's the short term? What's the long term? Think about the course of study that you're wanting to do. Uh, is this programme going to help develop into your um, your professional goals? Is it to get you another hurdle onto further study, for example, research, PhD level? What's your, what's your short term goals? What's your long term goals? You know, do you have a particular career path um, uh, planned out for you? Do you have a family business that you want to get back? Do you have an industry that you want to develop into? So what are those short and long term plans? Your research into the university, we're going to expect to see something along the lines of an understanding that you have 
researched Robert Gordon University. You'll understand the courses that you that we offer, and not just the course itself, but the modules. So the the individual modules that that course carries, because some of them uh, you might be able to connect to previous study that you've done. You might be able to identify a particular model of uh, that it's a particular interest for you. Um, to, to sum up the programme for then leading on to a particular uh, career. We're also going to be uh, looking to see what your understanding of Robert Gordon University is. So obviously you've picked us for a reason. So we want to know what research you've done into universities in the UK and in particular Scotland. Why, why did you settle on Robert Gordon's? What was it about us that made us stand out now? Obviously, uh, we work at Robert Gordon's. We know the qualities that we have at Robert Gordon's. So what we're looking for you to do is to go onto those uh, web pages and really have a look around and get a really good understanding of who we are and what we can provide to you. Uh, and we want to see some evidence of that research in your personal statement. Um, you can obviously outline uh, your personal and professional goals. Um, uh, how essentially, how are we going to help deliver on your future? That's really what we what we want to try and understand. And then you can sum that up just by, you know, potentially connecting uh, maybe previous study that you've done or previous work experience to this uh, to this qualification and 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 where you're hoping to to end up. So it, it's really that solid start. Lots of research, lots of research based evidence in the middle of, of what your goals are, what you want to do, what you're trying to achieve, and then kind of a summary at the end. Uh, and that's really a good personal statement. That's kind of what we're looking for. Um, depending on the course that you are thinking about uh, coming to, that may significantly alter uh, your structure and what you're putting into your personal statement. For example, if you're coming to do an MBA, it may be more about that continuous journey of learning um, about those professional goals and, and plans. Uh, however, if you're coming to do an MSc, it might be about specialising in something because you've got a fairly uh, broad undergraduate degree that you've done and you're looking to really specialise in a particular area or even convert to a different specialism. So that's really what we're, we're looking for you to connect the dots for us so we can understand who you at home are and why you want to come to RGU and why you've chosen the programme. Absolutely. And you use the word connect there a few times, Donna, and I think it's really worth kind of reiterating. It is about weaving these things together, isn't it? It's about sometimes I see personal statements where the students have told us about themselves and then almost in a very separate section they tell us about RGU and they give us facts and figures and, and stuff about RGU but they don't actually weave those two things together and, and you mentioned there that's what we're looking to see how is the course going to help you with those future goals and ambitions what is it that's standing out that's connecting with you that makes you go that's my number one choice of university because you know, of whatever reason it is. And we can't tell you what that reason is. Sometimes I get asked, and I'm sure you get this, Donna, give me a template for a personal statement. Tell me what I should follow. But mm -hmm. we can't do that because it's a personal statement. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's it, the key thing is using your own words, um, coming up with that, that structure, you know, mapping it out, 
you don't have to be able to start writing the perfect personal statement from the very first word. It's not going to flow out of you. Very rarely something that's been written very well flows out of you from the very first word. The important thing to do is sit down with a bit of paper and map out the particular maybe hot topics, the key areas, the key factors that you want to be able to get down. So you want to talk very briefly about your past, um, you want to talk a little bit about your qualifications, but remember the person that's assessing your qualification knows what your qualifications are. We've looked at your degree certificate or your transcripts. We know what your GPA is. We know what your background is. So you don't need to go into too much detail of those things because it's the same person that's assessing your whole application. So note down these individual points that you want to make. Draw out those connections that maybe, for example, you did computing in your undergraduate degree um, uh, and because of maybe a, an experience that you had through an internship or some other work experience, maybe personal family business, you want to specialise in a particular area or switch into something business related, make those connections. But what you want to do is map out, first of all, on a bit of paper, the key things that you want to try and get out down, the things you want to try and achieve, and then start filling those pieces out. You don't even have to start at the introduction, you could start in the middle and work your way back and work your way forward. Um, it's about mapping it out and not putting yourself under too much pressure thinking that you're going to get the perfect document, the perfect essay written first time round. Map it out, plan it as you would any other piece of work that you've done, for example, in your undergraduate degree or any previous study. Map it out, figure out what you want to do, start getting the words down, read it back to yourself, uh, when you get to the end, what you're going to want to do is reread it again with a fresh pair of eyes, strip out anything that doesn't need to be there and write it again to, to, for it to become a, a finished essay. And that's how you're going to get something. And then if you want to and you feel confident to let someone uh, whose opinion you value, let them have a little read of it and see what they think. But you, you're not you're not looking to get something perfect on paper first time round. You're looking to create a structure and then add those key elements into it that we're looking for. So we can really understand who you are, what you want to do, why you've chosen the programme, why you've chosen RGU, why you've chosen Aberdeen and Scotland actually, um, and what your ultimate short and long-term goals are. And that will give us a really good picture of who you are uh, and, and why you want to come and study with us. Oh, some amazing advice there and, and top tips on, on how to kind of do, deal with the process of writing your personal statement. Now, Donna, some of our listeners um, will be coming from kind of education environments where they don't write reflective essays. They've either studied a subject or it's not part of the education culture. Some mm -hmm. of our other listeners we know will have been, you know, they'll have graduated from education a while ago and they'll have been, you know, working professionally and, and now are returning to um, education so can feel a little nervous about having to write something like this yeah it's wondering and and also in that sometimes things haven't gone quite to plan so maybe your earlier studies were a bit average or maybe you know you've 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 graduated you've gotten some work but you've realized actually it's not where my passion is it, it lies somewhere else how do you feel about people kind of including in their personal statement reflections on when things haven't gone well? You know, I think sometimes people feel a personal statement has to be kind of neon platinum perfection in, in terms of who the student is. And that can put people under quite a lot of 
of pressure when it comes to writing it? Yeah, I think people sometimes understand, uh, underestimate rather the the power of mistakes. Mistakes are, as human beings, how we learn. Um, and sometimes you telling me how something went wrong and how you fixed it, how you found a way forward, how you found a solution, how you've integrated that mistake into your future thinking, your future planning, can be more powerful than telling me about when something went right. Um, because often when things go right, people don't reflect in the same way as they do when they do something wrong. So mistakes help us grow in a bigger and better way than sometimes when things go right. So absolutely, there is. I, I don't need to see um, the very best of you. I need to understand the all of you. And we are human beings, so therefore the all of us comes with mistakes sometimes, and that's okay. Um, if you maybe didn't do so well in a particular area in your undergraduate degree, that's okay. Um, there could be reasons for that. If it's personal reasons, you don't have to go into them. But tell me what you want to do with that. Tell me how you're going to integrate that into your future plans and move forward um, and, and turn that maybe what you perceive as a negative into a positive with us. Um, so it doesn't need to be a shining gold standard of perfection in a personal statement. What we're looking for is the real you. We're looking to find out who you are. You know, it doesn't need to be a, a formal statement. It, you write it in a conversational way, just like we are now, like we're having a chat. Imagine, you know, hear my voice in your head if you can bear it um, and, uh, and hear me uh, talking about these things and then just write some words down and see how you get on. But it's supposed to be relaxed um, and it's supposed to be a written image of, of the real you, because that's who we want to meet. Because ultimately, if you're successful, the real you is who we're going to be welcoming onto campus. Very true. Well, so, so much kind of advice there, Donna, on how to get it right, but I imagine at the best will in the world, there are some common mistakes that people make. So can you give our listeners some, kind of some tips on maybe what they should avoid in their personal statement? Um, I would suggest definitely avoid talking too much about um, the, the real history of yourself. For example, a lot of personal statements will start with um, their first experience or their first awareness of, let's say, forensic science as a child and what that got them interested in it. And um, it, it's not relevant. And I, again, we go back to that word of what's relevant. So don't dwell too much uh, and put too much about your history and your childhood and where the drive for the course on. What we're really interested in is the future, the now and the future, and not so much on the history. Um, I would also say, if you are in a position where you're looking at a number of institutions, um, uh, we hope that you are just looking at Robert Gordon's and you've narrowed it down to one. But if you are hoping to apply to a few, um, then the small details of making sure that you know our correct title or where we are, our location, uh, the proper and full name of the programme and the correct names of the modules, these details count. These are the details that tell us you really know uh, and are focused on what you want to come in and, and do. And you've done your research and you've done it well. So these little details do matter. OK, um, make sure that that you're 
your writing is cohesive and in the right kind of timeline. So try not jump back and forth um, between the history and the now and the history and the now. Keep keep that timeline kind of flowing um, and make sure that, that you're not um, just kind of writing out too much facts and figures. Um, we know the facts and figures are on the website. We know what awards we have won. We know what achievements we have. And it's nice to know that we know that you know know that by putting that in your personal statement. That's wonderful to see sometimes. But again, it's that connection piece. It's why is that figure important to you? Why is that award that we achieved important to you and your decision making of why you've selected us as a university? Don't just put them down. Make that connection to you as a person so we can understand um, why it's important to you and how it's been part of your journey to selecting us. Um, and I think if you manage to get all of those things right, uh, those basics, then I think you're going to come up with a, a, a good document. And a, the other thing is, don't write too much. We don't need two or three full pages of a personal statement. Think about, uh, the, I think, the, the phrase of, uh, quality over quantity definitely wins out here. If you write a good personal statement with those three kind of primary sections, uh, one side, one full side of an A4 piece of paper is more than enough um, to be able to get uh, your story across to us. Absolutely. And I think one of the things you said earlier in the in, when we were chatting, Donna, which really connected with what you were saying there is not to make you feel any sense of pressure, but do imagine it a little bit like an interview. You wouldn't walk into an interview and name check a different company. You know, you wouldn't mix up that you were the same way as sometimes people, as you mentioned, if they're not paying attention to the details, might mention another university or another course. One last question for me, Donna, you've been so helpful and I already know that everyone that's listening has been frantically taking notes and guys, don't forget, you can listen again to this podcast as often as you need to. But is there any other kind of resources um, or kind of, uh, you know, avenues of help that you can think of, Donna, that our listeners might benefit from kind of looking further into around how to prepare a good personal statement? Um, yeah, my two final top tips would be, firstly, your best resource is you. Absolutely, you know yourself best, you know your abilities, you know your plans, your goals, your hopes, your dreams, you know all of that best. You are your best resource. However, if you feel like you need some practical support in this, my advice would be, if you feel like you want to go to the internet and ask Mr Google for help, my advice is going to be, to search uh, on the internet for how to write a good short essay and not to write how to write a personal statement. And the reason that I would suggest you stay away from that is because what will happen, that top 10, 20 searches that are going to come back, um, a lot of them are going to contain those templates. Um, and as soon as you start reading them, they will influence uh, how you start to write and how you start to structure that document. So if you're going to look something up, look how to write a, a good short essay and that's going to give you the more practical advice about you know um brainstorming ideas writing in an active voice not a passive voice you know these kinds of top tips is what it's going to give you rather than a template which 
if you're feeling under pressure, you're going to be tempted to use, and that's not what we're looking for. So th those would be my, my two top tips. I am excited to read these personal statements that are going to come in after uh, all this wonderful advice that you've shared with everyone. Donna, to you, to your team in, in admissions who are dealing with all our applications that are coming um, your way, thank you so much. You, you know, you're doing a great job there and I know today is going to be so valuable for so many people that listen. So thank you very much. You're welcome. No problem. If you have enjoyed today, then please do check out the other podcasts in the RGU Talk series. And until next time, take care. Goodbye.